In studio with us this morning, Teresa Tufel, as she is directing Love, Loss, and What I Wore. And that's going to be on the stage at Stage 9 this coming weekend. And so tell us a little bit about the production, Teresa. Love, Loss, and What I Wore is a really interesting, it's a dramatic reading for starters. So you'll see, the audience will see five incredibly talented area women reading various monologues. These are all stories from real-life women uh, throughout the country that have been submitted uh, and they tell the story of the woman's experience, really the human experience from the woman's perspective as told through their clothing um, or accessories or those women's wardrobe. That's sort of how we connect with moments in our lives a lot of times uh, uh, for women is, is through what we were wearing or shoes or bags, things like that. Well, and it's interesting because there's so much about that that uh, really is true. Um, I think about one of our co-workers uh, here at the radio stations, and I remember her as an 18-year-old, uh, you know, just got out of high school kid, and now she's a mom and uh, has a young daughter that's, uh, you know, elementary school and so on, she does not dress the same as she did uh, uh, 20 plus years ago. Right. Yeah, no, definitely. And the neat thing about this story is, well, these this collection of stories is they're universal moments in, in people's lives, women's lives, especially. And, you know, we can all relate to, you know, maybe I, I like, I was the girl who wore Birkenstocks in high school, but some of those girls were looked down upon, you know, we weren't cool. Um, you know, and, and then you've got, you know, the women who, who identify with their purses versus the women who don't. And that does change, um, as, as our lives change and, and our seasons, uh, alter as, as women. And, and as we mature, I don't want to say age, but as we go through different seasons of life, the things that we wear and, and, and carry and, and what we identify with, it changes as well. Well, and so much of it also has to do with the relationships that you build with people. Uh, so funny to think about, but... My wife, when we lived in Topeka, uh, we had a really good friend of ours that, uh, quite frankly, was later in her career and doing a whole lot better financially than we were there. And she gave my wife a bunch of handbags that, uh, to be frank, we she could never have afforded. And so it, it's even sometimes about that. It's about uh, the different uh, the women coming together from different social strata and and passing along some of that stuff. Hundred percent, absolutely. Um, there are some really neat stories in in, in this collection of monologues about um, things very similar to that. Pieces that were given as gifts and, and advice, and and pieces that are shared for various reasons. Um, and then also too the the relationships that the very first relationship that that a lot of us as, as women cultivate is with our mothers. And that's a whole nother thing <laughs> in many, many different directions. So that relationship piece and, and how that applies to, to you know, our, our wardrobe and, and whatnot is, is absolutely there and, and is universal. And I think these stories are going to have something that everyone's going to be able to relate to. Well, and you want that to live on. It sounds funny, but again, talking about uh, uh, just a uh, 
at my home, my wife has an old cedar chest of uh, stuff that came from her grandparents via her parents uh, because her mom passed here recently. And so she's got a cedar chest full of her grandmother's old aprons. And she's uh, started making Christmas ornaments for members of the family out of strips of the aprons and things like that. And, and the idea is, of course, to evoke the memories of grandma and so on. Well, the aprons themselves will do that. Uh, a pair a pair of uh, jeans if you happen to be the same build as your mother or grandmother or whatever it might be, that's that's a real big part of this too. It is. And there's there's actually one um, monologue, I don't want to give too much away, but there is there is one story about a very special piece of clothing that, that is handed down and, and how that that goes. Um, the other thing too, that this, this entire story, so Nora, the, the stage production um, that we're going to be seeing uh, this weekend was written by Nora Ephron and her sister Delia Ephron. And, and I think I think Nora Ephron is a name that most people are gonna gonna recognize um, from the the movie industry. But this they what they did was they took a book that had previously been written by Eileen Beckerman, and she compiled not only her story but a lot of these other stories. And she, or maybe it was just her story. I don't remember. Sorry, mm, I didn't no problem. Book. But she, um, they they took this book that was a woman cataloging her own experiences through clothing and wardrobe and her family and friends. And they said, you know, this is universal. We're going to turn this into a stage production. And so the story itself originated from that idea of passing on, you know, these traditions and these memories. Well, and yes, Nora Ephron, I'm trying to remember, I think, yeah, now now I'm testing my memory, but I'm remembering her as one of the uh, characters in the movie Runaway Bride with Richard Gere and Julia Roberts. She was kind of a minor character in that, but that was a relatively long ago production for her. She's done a lot of stuff in Hollywood, though. Yeah, she's um, a director producer mainly. She's done some cameo bits, and I think there was one in in that in that movie. But she's she's connected. She's the 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 force behind Sleepless in Seattle, and You've Got Mail, and you know the the Tom Hanks Meg Ryan right '90s move um, that that a lot of us of my age especially really really dig. But yeah, Love Loss and What I Wore hitting the stage at Stage Nine this weekend. And so how ma- how many people in the cast? Five. Five incredible. <laughs> talented women are in this cast. Okay, so are they five women talking about, are they the same five women all the way through, or are no. they five women moving on through? They're, they're five women that, well, one woman tells the, the her only, she is actually a, a single character. Her name is Gingy. Um, she's played by the incredibly talented Deanne Martin. And Gingy's story, Gingy's the only one in the cast that tells her story all the way through. The other four play they tell the stories of many, many different women, many different experiences. So every time they speak, they are a different person. They are a different experience from a different part of the country, and they all tell different. They all tell different stories. So is that hard to direct or easier when you say, "Hey, listen, I don't want. I want to approach this in a different way." Um, when you got the same actor and you're saying, "Okay." Remember that you are a different age, maybe a different race or a different uh, orientation or whatever it is all the way through, yep. uh, which is which is more difficult to to hold that thread through or to have to shift from one to another? I think for me, from a directing standpoint and finding ways to communicate what my vision is for this show to my cast, it's harder when they're all different people. Um, now, luckily, the four ladies that, that are in this show are absolutely professionals and I have had to do very little 
very little hard work um, getting this show to to be as spectacular as it as it is. But I think it's harder to every time they speak, they are a different character with a different story, a different experience. Like you said, could be different orientations, different race, all sorts of different things. And so getting that difference to come out each time is a challenge for them. Well, and it's the it's the antithesis of typecasting. It's uh, chameleon casting is what I'll call it. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Um, so they've got to find a different color of the way they do things each and every time. Every time. They are a different person every time. Well, and and that it, that challenge from a mental standpoint, and especially, I suppose, because I'm going to guess you're going to get a lot of family and friends that come because they want to see their family members. Yeah. Now you've got to get, you've got to step them back almost two ripples in the pond, not just this person that I know as this real person is this character, but now they are these multiple characters. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. And so that's just, uh, that, that's, uh, a little bit mind blowing as a, as a concept, I suppose, but it, for those that are doing the acting, um, they've got to got to bring something new and that's almost uh, it's almost a, I would think a little more like improv even than being like scripted because you have to bring something different right now without a lot of change yeah um, similar yes in the sense that everything is different each time luckily though unlike improv they have had six weeks or so to to really delve into each one of these monologues and and create who this person is and they take from a lot of the times they've taken the context from the different pieces that they're 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 reading to get you know where they're located like geographically are we in California are we in New York are we in the Midwest um time like what era are we in are we in Madonna's era are we in the 60s era you know where where are we and and that sort of thing and and they've really just stepped up our our amazing cast that the we mentioned Deanne Martin is our gingy but the other four amazing ladies are Melissa Decimo from Sterling Deshauna Mahoney from here in in Hutch, Tony Lowen from here in Hutch, and um, Linda Ruth Cardozo from here in Hutch. And, and these women have just really nailed being different women every time they speak, which is just such a challenge. Well, and uh, these are all people who are committed to the idea of stage nine as well. I, I remember talking to Deshauna about stage nine before yep. and uh, uh the and then one of them is really involved in t- in talking tombstones. I'm forgive Tony. Me. Tony yep. is the Tony's one that's really involved, involved in, in talking that. tombstones. And so so these are folks that uh, it's a labor of love for them to to not only dive into this from a creative standpoint, but to do it on stage nine. Yes, stage. I think so. Um, all of our ladies uh, with we have one new new person to stage nine, Linda Ruth Cardozo. She's not new to the theater, but she's new to stage nine. This is her first production with us. Um, and then the others have all done numerous things with with our production. Uh, Deanne was most recently in Talking Tombstones. Tony has led Talking Tombstones for years. Deshauna is almost hand in hand with Stage 9. I mean, those names are synonymous. And and Melissa's been in a number of shows as well, and, and they are just such a treat to see. Okay, so this sounds like way too much fun. Where can people get tickets, and how can they come? Yeah, so you can get tickets at uh, stage9hutch.com backslash tickets. Um, super easy. You can 
find our website link also on our Facebook page, Stage Nine Hutch, and then um, you can get tickets at the door. Uh, we are smaller, more intimate venues, so to really be sure that you have a seat, you might want to get them in advance online. But we do have tickets at the door. I will mention that on Thursday, all of our tickets are ten dollars because we are celebrating our tenth year in our current location at Nine South Main. And then on Saturday, February third, is Ladies' Night, so we will offer all of our tickets will be a flat rate of thirty dollars. But with that comes a charcuterie board. We'll have cash wine. Um, it is, you know, we we will have other options for beverages, some soda, some water. But um, it is it is our, our special ladies' night. Now that doesn't mean men can't come. You're more than welcome to bring your husbands and boyfriends. But but it is a, a special treat for for ladies of the community. And then a matinee on Sunday. So all right, should be a great weekend for love, loss, and what I wore at stage nine at nine South Main in Hutchinson.